Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBNRadio.com. Wacka, 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 wacka. Here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, tech trends impacting your business. Lori Schwartz here, your friendly neighborhood technology catalyst. And we have with us again the venture capitalist dude today, Mr. Mark Kopsinski. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, more underwear, more underwear. Boy, boy the chicks really dig you. <laughs> it must be so hard. So uh, Mark and I fought a lot of traffic today to get here to be with you and to be with John. The fabulous engineer. Say hello to everybody, John. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a lot of exciting things to talk about um, because we've we've uh, talked with Mark before and he filled us in on a lot of uh, trends in the uh, startup area. And what we thought we'd do today is focus a little bit on some of the news that's bubbling up. There's a lot of hot new technology trends and I think it's very confusing for people who one consumers it's very confusing for but two those of us in the business who are trying to figure out either as marketers or as content creators what are the technologies in this marketing tech space that are going to be sticking around what's real you know what's the platform that I should invest money in if yeah. I build on somebody's API will it be here tomorrow it um. almost seems like there's such a glut now in the market of so many apps and so many things that a marketer can do. It almost sort of proves their old adage of, yes. uh, well, we'll just wait till something gets scale. Right, it, right. It almost you know, hurts us having so many different it, it options does. and it, stuff. You're, Don't I you think, think? I think you're absolutely right. And I think um, I was just reading an article by this woman who had, uh, I forget her name, but she had a very well-known blog in the mom mom blog space. And it wasn't you. And it wasn't me. Okay, okay just making, <laughs> making sure you weren't having a conversation with yourself. <laughs> well, I do talk to myself a lot, but not out loud, at least to my knowledge. Got but <laughs> but I, uh, she was just saying that she used to take a lot of pride in crafting a message, mm -hmm. writing it, and then putting it online. But now the pressure to get eyeballs on short attention span platforms and these the speed of which these new platforms are coming right. and the amount of different people who are claiming your time on right. these short form platforms has so diminished the ability to make a broader message or actually to craft something of longer value and i think we're in that yeah. to your point that phase right now i don't think this is going to sustain yeah, yeah but you know i was on a panel yesterday with your lovely wife was oh, there she and mentioned. <laughs> she said you did a great job. Oh, thank you so much. I, I, she even tweeted it. Oh, did she really? She did. I like that. Um, <laughs> I hated all those pictures, though. <laughs> anyway, but uh, I was on a panel about social good and use, the use of celebrities, and someone in the audience mm -hmm. asked a great question. It was these two different um, social good platforms. One was the um, EMA, who does a lot around the environment and holds awards and mm -hmm. uses a lot of celebrities to... Um, they helped launch the Prius. Right. They do really creative things. And the other one was Omaze, which is uh, a platform that uses celebrity auctions right. to generate income. So they sell like a seat next to your favorite Got it. Yeah. sports person. And you were really reflecting on how much you liked them. But one of the questions that came in the audience was, or your wife was reflecting, but one of the questions that came in the audience was, um, are you guys switching from movie stars and TV stars to Vine stars and YouTube right. content creators? Because they're reaching 
the millennial crowd and right. I, and I was just thinking oh my god I'm so Gen X that I haven't <laughs> well I understand what's yeah. happening in YouTube you haven't fine. cut over <laughs> well I don't spend a lot of time on those platforms yeah. as a consumer yeah. I do as a strategist but I don't have favorites you yeah. know I mean almost to that point I was um, talking with a startup uh, some guys are setting up yet another sort of I guess video aggregation distribution platform and we got into a whole discussion on like what kind of content are they going after and who are they going after yeah. for their customers and sort of probably much like you would probably do uh, you know in my head I'm like how do they get MTV how do they get Viacom how do they right. get CBS and so they're like we're going after only premium content so it further is like reinforcing oh they must yeah. get you know above MTV it must be ABC CBS you know right like, you Net know. big network deals yeah. yeah and so I'm like wow so how are you going to go get the these big guys and they're like oh no we're just going to go after the youtube guys I'm like well but wait a sec you know like by definition i don't know if that's considered premium <laughs> content you know on on one level maybe it is but like on the industry level term that's not premium right so right. it's like where's the line now right to, I, like, I don't what's premium there anymore? is no line i mean i saw an ad age uh, chart that broke out what some of the top youtube content creators are making and yeah. it said like uh, Bethany Moda is uh, making like thirty grand, thirty grand, and uh, of course, yeah. yeah well, bad. I thought it was a year, <laughs> right? I'm reading it, and I'm just saying, oh, she's making thirty million, thirty thousand a year, just doing the YouTube stuff, but she has all yeah. these other properties. And yeah. then I was looking at Michelle Fan uh -huh. and all these different ones that are all in that like Category, thirty yeah. to fifty grand it's monthly. It's monthly. Yeah. Wow. Monthly, they are making it just on wow. YouTube from ad sales, mm. right? From YouTube's own. Stick yeah. a pre-roll and post-roll and wow. ads in the middle. And that's just their cut. That's right? just their cut, right? So YouTube's just crushing it. Oh, with just all these crushing guys. it. So yeah. it's just unbelievable. Yeah. And part is, of me oh. was threatened. Well, I was just no, no, I'm no. a little like, well, I don't watch that as a person. I don't yeah. watch it. So you I know? got into the same discussion around this because it's like, you know, where do the uh, these things the MCNs go? Yes. Right. And so the whole thing is like, so you know, Bethany, these folks are you know probably hooked up on some. Yeah, MCN right. style hall or some, whatever, some big, right? bigger network Aggregator. called a multi-channel network that right. gives them yeah. almost they're almost their agents they're right. their own network they're right. providing the legal issues for them taking care yeah. of them they're yeah. getting eyeballs they're yes. all that yes. stuff but what's funny about that model even right is their whole goal is then to not be on the MCN and have their own destination right right but it's like it's also this drug that's like yeah but I'm making 30 grand a month it's why, like, why how should do I you, leave right. like, how do I leave and right. you know carry this following and, and here's and another question for you if if it indeed is about these youtube guys their ultimate goal is to get on broadcast television they wanted their own show I, exactly they want it exactly. on broadcast television right. so or a, or a movie deal or, or a movie yeah. deal right. right so hardy who does that great show um oh my god uh my brain's not working this morning the one where he <laughs> makes all sorts of weird things with oh, bacon right, right, right. Um, it'll come to me later. The Bacon Show. He 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 create they create these crazy food things, and he's like a huge huge YouTuber. Mm -hmm. And he got a show that helped open up one of the new cable networks that renamed. Right. And so he was drawing audience to the, to that cable network. And yeah. for for them, that was the Grand Poobah. Right. Right. So so this talk of YouTube being premium, it's a premium launcher, yeah. I think. But they're all aiming to get to broadcast. And look, all those millennials are moving into the living room, yeah. but they're watching YouTube in the living room. Right. So then YouTube content will just go on to ABC, NBC, and that will be the new, yeah. you know. Yeah.
well, aggregator. And, and and I guess part of the problem is if you look at that, you have, you know, quote unquote, the real premium guys, you have the YouTubers. Yes. And then you have sort of the independent producer. Yes. You know, in between there somewhere. We're trying to make it. Yeah. Trying to make it. And they're actually sort of the most screwed if you want to call it in yeah all of this cause because they're not like, in any system they're in no system and how yeah. do they get discovered yeah uh, i was talking to one of my friends who uh, imports content from you know around the world to have it distributed here and tries to get it on cable networks here in the u.s and yeah, so, so he's like foreign distribution reversed reversed right yeah, he's trying yeah. to import stuff that yeah. has applicability here and his interesting <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> thankfully you're probably not watching the video <laughs> so this guy's challenge is like how does he get above the fold in any of this stuff? So right, like like right. on who he's on Hulu, but like no one's ever gonna find him. Right. He's on YouTube right. with a channel, no one's ever gonna find him. Like, it's 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 a glut. Like, it's a glut. How do you, how do you raise above? No, you're right. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the video, um because Facebook, by the way, is doing a tremendous job on video right now. They've yeah. changed some things and I, I actually was just reading that they said their users are watching four billion videos a day wow. compared to three billion in January yeah. and one billion in September. So are they actually watching, or is it just like that? Well, the videos auto, are like auto. I know auto, that auto. That it's a whole, oh, I yeah. hate that thing. It's well, just the like thing is, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a good point. And also, the videos are <laughs> like, very short. But yeah. I have to say that it is Tell me becoming. They're not getting like ad credit for a view on that. Well, stuff. it's, it's like really, it's really, it's really, really it, interesting. So. And a lot of people, right? Right. a lot of people have turned that off. I yeah. mean, at least sound is off now. I got to turn it off. You have to go in the settings, and it's annoying. Maybe I should call Facebook. Yeah, call Facebook. Good luck with that. Do they even have a phone number? That's like, can you even call them? Uh, calling Google. That's right. <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd actually have better luck calling God. <laughs> yeah. and, right. and especially if you don't believe in God. <laughs> but but the, yes. I, th I, th I think, you know, for the next radio show, what we should do is actually see what's easier. You <laughs> to know, call Facebook or, or Google. Google. Yeah, and, like, I think get that's them on the great, phone here. I think that's like, a great we got to like, put that in the list I of things to do. I did try for a client to call DoubleClick once, and it took about a month. Right. And it took me calling every friend I knew who worked at Google <laughs> to find me somebody. Yeah. And um, it's it's actually really challenging, except for if you're a big brand spending shitloads of dough, then you yeah. have the hotline. Unless you so have a controversy going on. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know because my last employer, we had the hotline. You know, like, oh, you were experienced, we were, we right? We were a big spender on these and things, and you still and couldn't like, get anyone. You still get treated wow. like, right. dirt, like God, dirt. You know, I guess like, <laughs> I, I'll have, we'll have to <laughs> figure like, out who could we be that would get attention. But um, what I was <laughs> noticing last night too was I was watching the Amy. Um, Amy Schwimmer video going around. Oh, Am I okay. saying her night? Yeah. Schumer. Schumer. Amy Schumer video going around. She's um she's got a show that just is in its third season. Mm -hmm. She's a hot comedian. She's really funny, really sharp, and very popular right now and making everybody laugh. And she's not typical. She's like, you know, a little full figured right. mm -hmm. and self deprecating, but not in a mean like right. it's just clever mm -hmm. yeah. and sharp. So the video that was going around was all about how Tina Fey Oh, Julianne right. Dreyfus and yeah. also um, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Well, it wasn't Amy Poehler. Was it, it was, I um, it was Amy Poehler. Uh, the sister uh, Rosen. Uh, oh my gosh, oh. Arquette. Arquette. Oh, Patricia. Oh, okay, Patricia Arquette. Mm -hmm. Patricia Arquette, mm -hmm. uh, all um, giving a party to Julia Dreyfus because it was her last uh, vagina day. Right. You know, it was the last day <laughs> that the business was going to recognize that she was literally fuckable on right. TV and that oh, wow. she was kind of excited because that means she wouldn't have to keep her figure anymore. And they were all celebrating it and all talking about how she's they're just going to all die off the 
the TV planet. Mm-hmm. And right. that they go from one day being the hot girlfriend <laughs> to being the, you know, Santa's wife. Right. The you mom. Know, or the, the mom. Like. Right. And I was just <laughs> and I was just thinking that that, again, is an example of the world that we're in, that I'm discovering Amy's videos, these short videos yeah. In that environment, right. not watching her show on broadcast yeah. television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But like, when are you discovering it? It's like when you're in between, or other you're like riding in the car with someone, and like, yeah, right, you know, right, you right. These little moments of free. When time. my husband is talking yeah. to me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had when to say. When my child it. needs me, and when my is child in pain, needs me. That's I'm, right. I'm, I'm pulling up YouTube you know to drown it out. And I, I find now that I'm doing a lot of that late at night when yeah. I'm already like in bed, but I'm not. You know, ready my brain's not yeah. ready to go to sleep yet, mm-hmm. and that's when I'm watching right, that right. stuff. But um, they say that keeps you up. It does keep you up. The blue light, it gets, it gets yeah, you all fired it's terrible. Up and stuff, so. It's terrible. It's really bad. Yeah. There's so many bad habits. But but like, I, would you sit on the couch and just watch like 30 minutes of YouTube content? Well, I would send it to a big TV. I would not. Sit no, there. but no, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I get that. I, I get that. But no, like, but I would not. No, because like even part of it is like, how do you like? I don't want to like create a playlist for myself yeah and like yeah like have to bounce around well there I mean, you subscribe there's, there's you, st- you subscribe well okay so no but you know what i mean like, yeah i mean the no, nice right. thing about premium content yes it's e- all ordered uh, it's all ordered and yeah. it's 20 minutes or and 30 that is, minutes or that 40 is minutes the cord, long, that's the cord like, cutters cry right now yeah. right the cord cutters cry is how do i find things yes i know i've i've subscribed to the shows yeah. or the channels i yeah. like but how do i find things right, right. so what premium broadcast model will always have is a discovery engine built mm-hmm. in we haven't mm-hmm. cracked discovery yeah. yet right and, and well and also i think it's that the length of time you know because mm-hmm. most of the, the stuff that you're finding on youtube's a minute or two minutes maybe three minutes which yes. feels like a lifetime on yeah. youtube yeah and like okay so if i'm gonna sit and watch an hour of programming with my wife on the couch it's like now we gotta stitch together 20 videos that we're gonna watch or right, 40 videos right, right. it's like also like, what do you each subscribe to because i subscribe to some yoga videos that i've been doing in the morning sure so i can easily find them under my subscribe channel right. mm-hmm. but if if we're watching something yeah. together you're not gonna necessarily be interested in my subscriptions sure. you know so right. mm-hmm. it's it's but very it's also interesting. that notion of like then you have to you, log you in and log into, out you don't you know? get into the experience of the content right? right i mean like i mean storytelling and being involved in right. the show and the it content would be and interesting the, and the, characters, the, the right? next time we come we we uh, mark comes mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and he's going to be a regular but mm-hmm. we we should bring a millennial <laughs> Mm. <laughs> well, you're kind of a millennial, <laughs> but we should bring an official millennial. Where would we find one? I don't know. <laughs> I think if you wave bacon out in the street, yeah, they come. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's yeah. funny for uh, my company. I have uh, an intern from UCLA. Oh, and you do? So, yeah. like, so like the five of us, you know, Gen Xers will sit around him and, and be like, him. what do you have on your phone? Show us your phone. Right, you know, right, like, what right, apps right. do you have? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. He's like, I don't have a car. I don't have the like, a, yeah, like, a millennial in like, the wild. It's like, wow. <laughs> Mutual of he, Omaha's so millennial raw. kingdom. He's so raw, you know. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, I teach at Loyola once mm-hmm. a week, and what I have um, for the spring semester, and what I've discovered is that they that that eighteen. I think I've talked about this before, but that eighteen to twenty-two year old mm-hmm. in college kind of disappears from popular culture because they're in college. Right. So even though they have millennial behaviors, they're not the millennial that you want to uh, talk to about research because they're not reflective right. of the tribe at large. They're this other weird group. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's really interesting. So going back to what yeah. we were saying then about um, these new platforms, 
uh, we were talking earlier about, so you have Periscope and you yeah. have Meerkat. Mm -hmm. And then you were mentioning Uber has just launched Operator. Operator, yeah. Which I, I heard there's Well, it's not technically Uber. What is yeah. that? The co-founder. The, the co-founder. Yeah. So it's really interesting. And mm -hmm. there are like 80,000 people waiting to get on. Yeah. But it's basically you just can order a service of any kind, anything you need. It's oh. like anything. That's interesting. It's like a butler. That's like, <laughs> they're, they're that's like the that's handy like service. Ser ser uh, Siri for services. Yeah. yeah. But it, okay. Basically, this is how they would describe it. It's um, it's now you click the operator app and you get rooted to a network of people to help you. The right products, the right people, the right businesses. Mm. <laughs> and I, I just thought to myself, well, wow, now I never have to leave my house. <laughs> That's right. Because there well, are all that, these other you things. Stra you strap on your VR goggles. That's and then right. you never even have to see anyone. <laughs> and then you never have to see anyone. And then we're truly starting to look like that movie. Wally. Uh, Wally. Yeah, yeah. Just that visual or, uh, passed through my head What as was well. the Bruce Willis one? Um, oh, and when he's in the future? Well, and then they're all um, surrogate. It's so good. Surrogate. Oh, right, yeah, right, like right. Oh, I liked so that one. That was a good one, yeah. But yeah. It's, 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 that, it's that same thing where it's like, yeah. I'm just going to put on my uh, VR it's, goggles. It's not your body. Well, VR is yeah. another crazy one that everyone is talking about right, right now. Right. And it's been around for a long time, mm -hmm. but it's getting a lot of heat because there's a lot of Hollywood investment right mm -hmm. now. And we'll probably see in the next six months a lot of shows. And sure. the mobile phone is really where it's all yeah. going to happen because you have a VR app and you have Google goggles of some kind. Not Google goggles, but Google Cardboard. Right. Or some other device. Do you think that's really going to catch on, though? Well, it's so it's, it's so not. interesting. You know People it's are not. spending so much money. Like I haven't seen this no. much Hollywood investment in like such a long three, time. Three D, same thing. Well, three D is different, though. I this is being taken a little bit more seriously, don't you think? It's being taken a little bit more seriously. I mean, the I the the amount of investment. Well, I think what's happening is because the file sizes are so large, mm -hmm. yeah. and because it's connected to gaming. Yeah, I think there's a different thing going on. I was going to bring up that like virtual worlds, like Second Life and all of that. They've come I mean, and gone. Come and gone. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's still in existence, but there's a very yeah. small like niche I, market. I, I, Second I Life took like took a long time to. There was a, a huge learning curve. But do you think Second. it will have a resurgence with Oculus and everything? I I, I think there's going to be something that's going to go on, but I think it's going to be kind of lame in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and then I think it'll find its way. I mean, I think you have to get rid of the glasses yeah. requirement. I mean, right. that's why 3D has failed yet again right, right. and I mean, I, it was yeah. a gimmick what in the 50s or yeah. something mm. to get people to movie theaters i think you're right but the cardboard like factor and that it's an app on your phone may make it a more digestible is that a thing. building thing it's like is a it? google cardboard have you ever seen no, it? I seen, seen it, it. I, i'll bring one in okay. um actually it's just um 15 bucks mm -hmm. dodo case makes them um and you just fold it together and you slide your phone in and you, just you, so you know, yes, 3D had the exact same thing. Uh, did they really? I they never did. saw them. Yeah, there was a bunch of companies that made these little oh, cases really? where you Because these are everywhere. I mean, I'm seeing them everywhere. I, I, it'll be interesting. You and I will talk okay. about this in a few months, and we'll see. But there's investment happening that I haven't seen yeah. before. So it turns your you phone know? into no, a VR app? Basically? Yeah, you can okay. watch VR from your phone. Okay. And yeah. that's the biggest difference is mm -hmm. that this is yeah. now becoming the VR screening yeah. device. Got so okay. 3D, as it was coming out like <laughs> 10 years but ago, yes. had the exact same thing but, and there were a bunch of people but that you were, didn't have smartphones then yeah you did but not at this level not you at, didn't not at this you, adoption right yes. not at this yes. adoption and not Got at the it. point where people were already spending all their time on their mobile right. device so that's where things this might be the perfect storm but we'll argue about it later could be could, <laughs> discuss could be. Yeah, that's we'll discuss later because i think there's there's a perfect storm going on mm -hmm. but i have yet to see you know, my partner is a, uh, really becoming an expert in this space, yeah. and he really feels that what we haven't seen yet is forward-moving narrative in VR. We're okay. seeing a lot of experiential scare yeah. the crap out of you mm -hmm. and yeah. 
make you feel like well, that's you're like the early days of HD. Right? Yeah, it's so the, it'll the Mark Cuban's, you know, stuff. His hair yeah. is so fascinating. Is that real? His hair? I think it is. Okay. What about take you within a movie? And yeah, well, that's the set and that's, so forth. that's kind of that kind of stuff. Okay. Like you'll be able to see, you know, Paul McCartney in a concert mm-hmm. and um, pick any seat you want at a yeah. sports game and all that kind of stuff. By the way, this is the other interesting thing that's going on in this whole space is that um, we were talking about Periscope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Periscope, it turns out, as well as Miracat, NHL has ruled that they can't shoot, people can't use Periscope or Miracat at the games. Interesting. Hmm. Um, because viewing of sports games There's is a. a broadcast. Yeah. And, and so I don't, how are they going to stop people from doing it? I guess they're going to file a bunch of cease and desists on people. Yeah, and, and make down, a, f- a few case pull studies. Down, pull down the content and stuff. Yeah, or maybe stop, uh, can they stop the signal? Can they stop Wi Fi, I guess? But then they wouldn't be then three G or four G. Yeah, then people would wouldn't be able to participate in the game. Yeah. By the way, the uh, the as I mentioned to Mark early today, and I know uh, only a few of us care, but the Islanders lost last night to the (laughs) Capitals, and they got killed last night. Wow. Killed. And I just want to say that I I I believe in you, New York Islanders, and I believe in Nassau Coliseum. That's all I'm going to say. All right, ladies and gentlemen. My Bruins didn't (laughs) make it. (laughs) It's the the last year for the Nassau Coliseum. In fact, um, next week when they play again, it may be the last game in Nassau Coliseum. And I grew up there. Like, that was my Billy Joel experience and my Bruce Springsteen experience and James Taylor and all my dorky late 70s, early 80s concerts. it's a good question. You should like file into the, <laughs> you know, uh, discussion with the millennials if they recognize any of those those things. Those oh, bands, those people. <laughs> those That's people right. that you just I know that is one <laughs> thing I've noticed, and maybe this is because we are yeah. Gen X, and so we're not we're not the top generation right now. We're, and in fact, the next, the third one yeah. is coming up. Our kids, yeah. right? But um, have you noticed that you date yourself in every conversation you have oh, with absolutely. anyone? John, has that happened to you? Because you're a millennial, right? So do you date yourself? Mm, actually, I'm not a millennial. You're Gen X? You're early Gen X. Yeah. Okay, you're yeah, early Gen X. I just turned 40. Because we're late Gen oh. X. <laughs> you're middle Gen X. I'm middle Gen X. Where I'm, I'm kind of almost uh, knocking on Boomer. <laughs> yeah, Hello, <but> Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, I'll take the millennial, though. I'm related <laughs> to some Boomers. <laughs> I'll um, take it. But um, Well, because, um, uh, what was I saying? I do date myself only because I started back in the days of Q-Link. Do you remember yeah, yes. I started then. So yeah, you, you were you've red. been involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah. John is turning yeah, red. You guys yeah, can't see him. Yeah, I, I will. I the will. old days of CompuServe. CompuServe. Yes, CompuServe was the, yeah, I worked on CompuServe too. Do you remember uh, Microsoft at the time? And Prodigy. Had, had, well, Microsoft had MSN yes, at the time. MSN Network, yeah. And the big thing was, this was like uh, 94, that, I think. And that's when you were there, came, right? No, just before I joined, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. but just before. So it was like 93, 94. They came out with their famous MSN upgrade called Blackbird. Oh, that I've never heard of like, that. Oh, it was supposed to like take on Prodigy and take on oh, CompuServe wow. and be okay. the next yeah. thing. And then like, you know, a couple weeks later, it's like, uh, let's shelve that. We're going into right. the internet. Well, what, about know, their, like, what about their <laughs> whole, like, w- their web TV product, product that oh, was basically yeah. just sticking a browser on NTSC? So like four by three browser, right, and, right. and it was so awkward, you know. I remember um, the days of the three hundred baud modem. So I really oh yeah, the dial-up myself. sound. Yeah, three hundred baud, twelve hundred baud, yeah. ninety-six hundred. Well, <laughs> many of us made sculptures with our AOL 
CDs. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stacks of them. <laughs> Just stacks of them coming out everywhere. All right. Well, the the other big news. So now that we've officially really dated. Yes, that's right. right. <laughs> I mean, it's just so weird when and I people are like, "What's talk a modem? to anybody?" I know. <laughs> but even coupler. Like, Remember the couplers? Yeah. Well, the couplers, yeah. and also oh, just uh-huh. when you um you talk about these seminal movies yeah. that informed your life, and they have no <sighs> idea what you're talking about. Weird science changed my life. That was the, introduced me to the power and, of a modem. And then none of them will know what they're, what you're talking. Weird science, Kelly LeBrock, back in the day. It's so weird. That's what I have noticed is they've not, maybe they haven't made their way to the classics yet. It's almost like there's no intellectual curiosity even in some of Mm. this culture. That culture. I mean, they should get into, like, I think every college student should watch the top 100 AFI movies. Yeah, absolutely. Or or something like that. Well, the other thing that you were talking about earlier that I wanted to bring up, which is made a lot of news is that uh, Time Warner and Comcast yeah. are not yes. are not merging. Yeah. So so what happened there Mark? Like what's go- what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a monopoly? <laughs> well, I think it would have been a monopoly, yeah. but uh, you know I mean, you know it all gets down to regulators and mm-hmm. you know, do they want to cut up the company or not? Do, yeah. You know, like how far are they willing to go to compromise to get a deal done? Right, right. And you know how you know how much of a lesson are regulators Did you hear that it, that who killed it? I mean, I mean, was it a government kill or was it one of the no, companies? No, no, the one of the companies killed it. Okay. But like, I mean, it's clearly because of, I mean, the regulators co- coming in and playing hardball to right, get right, them to right, concede right. a bunch of things and right. looking at you know them them being a monopoly and yeah and you know I mean it's kind of like uh, you know in the old days with AT and T. And some of the challenges they had, right, where now mm-hmm. the regulators coming in and say, well, you can't be a mobile phone company and a home company and long distance and all right, these things. You've got to break it all up. Right, right. right. And, and so then it always ends up coming back together. And then in some form. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I do think it's problematic it, so. when you're a distributor and a content creator. I mean, right. that's a real – and we have a lot of that yeah. going on right now. Well, I know a lot of the marketers and advertisers that I've spoken to were looking forward to the merger – only because on the advertising side makes their life easy. Right. They want mm-hmm. ubiquity to leverage connected platforms and scale. And yeah. right now it is a big pain in the ass yeah. to build one thing in cable environments and get right. it on all the platforms. Right. It's just the boxes do are still all different. Do you think though that's gonna change with, with IP? With sorry, storage? You <laughs> 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 caught me. You caught me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear a little sound effect there, John. What was it? <laughs> In- insert foot here. There you go. Perfect. No, what I was going to say was like, um, you know, with younger marketers, and you were at that brand universe. Yes. That, you know, so as you think about like even younger marketers who are yeah. looking at multi channel today, omni-channel down the road yes yeah. you know where you know now it's less uh, maybe as we go forward less relevant to be doing just tv and so on and yes. finding these niches and yep. ways to really connect with audiences but do it at scale but do it at more distributed right like, right do you think some of you know those you know sort needs. of needs around you know consolidation of tv and making a, a tv buy easier sort of start to go away because no one's on tv anymore well, I think right, no one's watching uh, yeah, TV I either. think what will start to happen is that you'll get to know your consumer's path so well mm-hmm. that you'll start to create content that's relevant to that path. So it is going down the funnel further because mm-hmm. um, we're seeing a lot of reverse funnel stuff. We're seeing a lot of like smaller marketing initiatives that grab an influencer yeah. and then the influencer, you know, pushes out that program to a larger audience. So now I think you're starting to see marketers realize, oh, let me build my 
early adopters yeah. first. Let me go after yeah. my enthusiasts first yeah. mm-hmm. and get them to push me out to. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to happen is you're going to go niche first. Right. And then well, go wider. Well, it seems even to that point, you know, some of the Procter and Gamble, uh, Ga- Procter, Procter, Procter and Gamble, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Procter and Gamble, you know, and general, all, <laughs> all of them, yeah. um, almost have to get direct, but also you know, you know more direct to consumer, direct yes. to their customer, mm-hmm. yes, and also build more of like a, a reseller model, almost more like technology companies have done, right? You know, right. where it's like you know affiliate here's all, affiliate yeah, marketing. Here's yeah. all of our products, and then here's where you go buy them, right. versus just relying on you know oh go to Target and right. find whatever. It's really right. More find of, the right like, channels, but but also have a more direct engagement with you. I, I do. I think um, you're. I think you're absolutely right. In, like in the past, who'd care to have a relationship with a Unilever or a Procter and Gamble? Right. and so on but now you want to but now it's yeah. important to well i think again this goes down to you you know just through data you know how i buy things yeah. you know exactly mm-hmm. how i buy things yeah. and i'm okay about that and i want that content served up to me in my life path as long as it's relevant yeah. mm-hmm. you know i've tried to use like have you you probably don't do this because you're it's not your thing but uh, not your demo but um target has an app called cartwheel and Cartwheel is, it's really supposed to be for like folks that are avid Target users. You're the person that downloaded it. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, we I, found her. Yeah, exactly. We found her. But I try, I try everything, right? <laughs> Once at least. And so does what, it work with beacons and stuff? No, it's not a beacon oh. thing. It's Do really more like. you still have it on like, your phone? I still have it on my okay, phone. Good. But what happens is you tell it things that you like and then it will serve you up sales and things like that mm-hmm. and then you get points and then your friends are buying things and it's like a social app Do you know for how many downloads they have? I don't but I find it hard to use and mm-hmm. overly complex and what yeah. I have often done at Target and I don't go to Target all the time but I'll go yeah. and do a mass purchase mm-hmm. right I'll just sure. buy everything yeah. every couple of months there kids clothes yeah kids clothes and snacks mm-hmm. they actually have like healthy snacks there yeah. which I don't think a lot of people mm-hmm. realize and and great um, birthday gifts yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. too it's just a good place for that yeah. this age mm-hmm. that kid we stuff, have kids stuff especially. it's amazing yeah. so you go in there and I flip up my phone when I'm online on the aisle yeah. because I remember oh maybe there's a right. coupon and I can't freaking find the right Anything. coupon mm-hmm. so know? let me ask you this then would you rather have sort of a Target app at Target, or would you rather have a just a better, more ubiquitous app across all stores? Yeah, ubiquitous app across all stores. Mm, yeah. Like there's a, one called Check 51, Checkout 51. It's m- more popular in Canada, yeah. and it's for all groceries. And you start earning points yeah. by using it at the various groceries and, and stuff like that. And that would be a place to drop a beacon API. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, know. didn't Cartwheel just miss, miss the boat with not having a beacon? Because that would make yeah. it easier but for you to find coupons, right? But, but I, think it, I think it's more... I mean, How I, many apps I think it's can I have? Sy- well, I How think it's also more systemic mm-hmm. in that, like, you know, someone like Target or who, any of those kind of brands, mm-hmm. it's like... They're not good at building consumer apps. That's yeah. not what they do for a living. Right. And behaviorally, and it didn't right. work. And it didn't work. Or maybe it is successful for them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I find it really, I want, like, you know, Mark is building out a big beacon network and it has a beacon company, Location mm-hmm. X. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I would like to see happen is I walk in a store and it sends me offers yeah. when I'm near something in an aisle, but stuff that I've already yeah. opted into. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, want like per- you want it personalized. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would, I would absolutely go onto an interface and personalize it once, mm-hmm. yeah, and then not have to deal with it again. And then when I grow out of things, when yeah. I age out of things, yeah. like I just finally turned off Disney Baby emails because <laughs> I was getting. <laughs> 
you know, offers that mm-hmm. don't make sense for a five-year-old anymore. And I'm getting into the Disney Kids right. offers mm-hmm. now. So who wants to receive baby coupons? You know, I don't even have friends having babies anymore. Right. Um, a few friends have some babies, but <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mark has a. How old is Emma now? <laughs> Nineteen months. Nineteen months. But, but I just mean that I don't. But have we're not having any more. Right. I, I, I Aaron, we're not having any more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mean that I don't. You know, I'm not. I don't need that in my life anymore. Sure. So I turned it off. Mm-hmm. And it would be great to have something that so relevant. This is a great point that you yes. just brought up because I had this discussion. With Occasionally, people. I bring up great points. <laughs> no, you, you always do. No, I, I had this discussion with someone yesterday over like. Uh, companies like Experian, where I used to work, and you know their marketing data, or Axiom, yeah. or Epsilon, any of these kind of big data aggregators. Yeah, you know they basically only have data on you like right now. They can't keep it. No, no, they ha- they could store it and so on. But the whole point is like five years ago, your data described you in a certain way. Yes. It was much different than today. Right. right. They don't show the trend or the transition. Oh, they don't. They don't. It's right. just like, oh, right. because you right. bought baby food like five years ago, right. you mm-hmm. still have baby in your right, right. profile. Mm-hmm. Right. And the profile never sort of evolves it doesn't adju- and changed. It doesn't adjust. It's just like, oh, it's just, let's just keep adding to it. See, and that And so it was like trying to explain this some, to someone on like, why doesn't data, like trend, marketing trend. data, trend yeah. right. and transition yeah. with you as you go through that, life stages that and things would like be that freaking like wouldn't brilliant. that be awesome yeah that would be and aw- then totally you awesome and so a marketer could buy a lifestyle yeah as opposed to a demographic you know that's, because that's the whole thing yeah because I, I i had some great conversations with style hall and one of the mm-hmm. things that they talk about that's a multi-channel network that's based on fashion mm-hmm, yeah. fashion influencers and one of the things they talked about was they've been around for a while now like five yeah. or six years or something like yeah. that and they said that um what they've noticed is their influencers are now going through life stages. So right. one of them, say, was like a style woman at 23, 24. Right. Then she got married. Right. And then she had a baby. And so her followers are going through those same stages. Right. And so the products that she's recommending are changing. Right. And so there are brands now, like a Unilever, yeah. that sticks by that influencer yeah. but swaps out the sponsored the products as the influencer changes. Because now she's looking at diapers and creams and things like that. Right. instead of single woman needs or instead of married woman needs. Right. Now she's mom. Right. You know, and a lot of us have multiple yeah. personalities, not medically, but... <laughs> no, <laughs> so, you know, maybe better said, you have different uh, roles. I have different roles, right. Uh-huh. So sometimes I'm Lori yeah. Tech Catalyst, right. sometimes I'm You're mom, Lori. sometimes yeah. I'm mm-hmm. wife, sometimes I'm just lost in a sea of darkness. Daughter, <laughs> daughter, right? daughter etc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you want you want your brands to support your life. Right. And to, at the and right time. At the right time. Like right now you're right. in business mode, you want things that are related well, to Well right now I'm in whatever. consultant. I didn't get dressed today mode. <laughs> That's the one thing I do have to say when yeah. you when you're not going to meetings as a consultant. Right. You, d- you just you don't get shower. dressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I usually do shower. Today was an exception. Yeah. <laughs> but you know so. what? Back, back to this point. I mean, I yeah. think marketers tend to just look at like everything as point in time. It's like, oh, you know, it's even like some of the beacon stuff we're doing. It's like, oh, you know, like it's just real time. So you're in a bar. You must be a bar lover. Like get a bar message to them. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. well, but like maybe that person's not drinking, you know, right, like maybe, right. maybe that what person's the designated know? driver. What else, what else do, you do you know about them? Yeah. Where were they before? And you know, like, where enough, do they go? There's like, enough you know, data to figure the that data's out. The data is all mm-hmm. there, but like no one wants to really look at it sort of right. longitudinally. Right. It's just more like, 
you know, you're in target, hit him now. You know, it's well, like, why do you, why do you think that is though? Do you think it's, it's, uh, it's too easy. hard? It's easy. It's too to hard do. to look at it long, longitudinally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, part of it goes back to like corporate earnings and things like that, where it's like, you know, we got to make this quarter's earnings. So like, forget looking at the future. Let's just make our, you know, make our numbers right now. So do whatever you can to, right. You know, to make it happen. And they to don't make it happen. And they so don't want to make an to investment. The, yeah. That long-term view, like right. what you're even describing Unilever. Yeah. It's like, if you can build a profile, I mean, this is sort of what we were talking about before, like brands and those yeah. big, big entities have to really build profiles of people over time. Yeah. Right. They almost have to become the data aggregators themselves right, instead right. of like going to and these big And story entity. tell about that exactly. person. I, I mean, I love yeah. that idea. Well, going on to um, yeah. what's going on, we were talking about earlier about these different technologies and what what should we as consumers invest in, but also what should VCs invest in? <laughs> I mean, what the hell, how do they know what to do at this point? Because I was reading also that the NASDAQ is up and it's all based on tech. Right. Um, and it's more on about Apple and Google and all of these other guys. But what, what are VCs looking for now? It seems like we're still in the bubble or were we never in a bubble? And this is just life. Life it's, is just that. Was, I'm looking for a great quote that one of my buddies, actually, who's a VC, sent me. Uh, I was asking him a question about market validation for things. Yeah. And this is a VC. And he goes, I no longer know what is a good financial validation of a market. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's all blurred it's right like now. It's all blurred. It's all over the map. And you and don't even know if the numbers you're getting are real anymore, that's right. right? Well, and, and, you know, even what we were talking about last time with startups yeah. and how they, you know, how, you know, sort of younger folks look at building a startup or, yes. or yes. people do it. It's like, it's like Snapchat raised 200 million. I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to build you know, Snapchat 2.0 and raise 200 million. Right. And it's like, um, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, why like, would you do that? Like, you know, <laughs> if you can do it, great. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah. you know, that's not, you know, there's, uh, you know, 10,000 companies that weren't Snapchat that have all come and gone and right, failed. Right, and you know, failed, And right. one, one made it. You know, it's like right. you're well, one what, in 10,000. So it's like. It's going to happen, though. Do you think that um, they'll just continue to be this flood of new tech coming in? It's, getting easy, it's just getting easier and easier to build these companies that, right. you know, it's like if one thing doesn't work, you just kill it, do the next one. Because there's not a just, big investment up front. It's so easy to build these things. Right. I mean, it's just so easy. You just get a temporary space somewhere. You well, don't even and, have to own and, your own office. And you the way you hire freelancers. Yeah. And, and, just, and the way financing is working, no yeah. one's writing big checks right up front. Right. So it's like, you know what? Go get a couple hundred thousand dollars. You can get that off of basically a PowerPoint yeah. <clears throat> and some mock-ups. Like, you don't even need an app. Like, right. you know, so if, like, I have a great app idea, it's like, I don't even need, like, a full team. I just need a PowerPoint, a graphic designer to mock some stuff up for my idea. Yeah. Go get a few hundred grand and then, like, progress from there. And so, what, like, if, what if, if you just spend the money on, like, shopping? Because <laughs> I'm sitting here going, wait, I can do that. I can put together a PowerPoint. <laughs> and then I can go to Bloomingdale's. It's all about the presentation. <laughs> that's right. This I'll, could I'll feed go. your Amazon Prime habit. Yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> and then I'll just get online. Uh, so what happens, though, if nothing happens after you've spent that investor's but money? Like, it's, it's like six months. And they right? don't care. And then it's like, oh, we tried. You know, it's a good idea. We'll try, a, you know, try another one. And most of those investors are writing... $25,000 checks. So it's Daily. like. So are they, so there is, so, so does, do, do, do most, in, here's the question. Yeah. Do most investors understand that they're probably not going to make yes. money? Yeah. yeah. So most, of, most of the, most of the people that are writing these, at least in today's mm -hmm. market, most of the people that are, you know, quote, angel investors yeah. in the tech space know 
that it's a it's a risk. It's a risk. It's a risk. So of the percentage, but they're only writing at twenty five k, right? And spreading you know, that out, and they're hoping that it becomes Twitter or Snapchat, right? And the problem is they're getting some of those, right? Right. And so it's like you could almost do you know fifty twenty five k check investments if you're a right. multimillionaire. One of them, one one of one one's them will hit. hit. One's, one's going to be meerkat. You know? So <laughs> is there a, is there a formula for that? Like, is it for every ten companies one hits? Or I don't think it's that that, that maybe, landed. I yet. think it's more like one in fifty. Or, one in fifty you know? companies hits yeah. right now. Well, what is going to happen to though a meerkat? Because here's Periscope now, and what do you think is going to happen to a meerkat? I don't know. Because they mean, got so I mean, much Hollywood money. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then there's also uh, that app Hang With. I mean, yeah, Hang With was there before. That. Yeah. I mean, so there's a bunch of these. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting what you brought up about the NHL, yeah. right? Blocking it. Um, I think what and you're going to. How are they going to block it, too? Well, I mean, I think what's going to be interesting is, like, how do you regulate it if it's if yeah. you are in a place yeah. like that and control the content? Yeah. And more so, you know, if it is truly self publishing and self broadcasting. You know, I was talking with someone about this the other day. It's like even how do you how do you incorporate that now into another show? Right. Is it right? GPS how, based it, at all? It is location could, yeah. based. So maybe yeah. that's how they're going to block it. They could, or they just. I think if it if they see the live stream somewhere, because mm. you know you tag it and so mm -hmm. on, they'll just you know. They'll come after they'll, you. They'll <laughs> they'll have a relationship with Twitter to like block it or something. Yeah, like they that. could do that, and also they'll take a few individuals and, and make, they'll make yeah. public case studies yeah. out of it and scare everybody. Mm -hmm. But I mean, because I think the people that have done the best with Periscope and, and Meerkat are the publishers, right? Like Variety and Mashable and yeah. HuffPost, who are all just doing live yeah. things, yeah. you know. Like, but I, like, you know, but like, you know, like take you, you, for example, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. you, no, you cover a lot of, you cover events. a lot of things, yeah. events and so on. I mean, you could become, you could have your own Lori channel you yes. Know, yes. on Periscope. But yeah. also, we're going to start I, doing I, that actually. Well, some of our that's hosts great. started doing that. They'll yeah. just bring while the Periscope in and yeah. while they're on the air, they'll yeah. be broadcasting to Twitter. But, see, like, yeah. but like, here's where I think it has to start to evolve, mm -hmm. which is like, how do you bring in advertising? How do you bring in, right. you know, a cutaway shot to sure. something external? Right. Right. How do you make make it more than just this kind of gimmicky mm -hmm. oh you know here are the three of us in and the I, room yeah. Yeah. to yeah. this sure. is, this has some production value it's almost like mad money or something like right, that right. like how do I recreate how that how to bump it up the next of, notch right yeah. so mm -hmm. it, I, I can actually monetize it and the thing it. about the per Periscope mm -hmm. or Meerkat is mm -hmm. yes it streams live but if you do want better quality video mm -hmm. to archive mm -hmm. when you archive those those videos they're just not great quality yeah you know because no. you're archiving a stream you know back to our original conversation yeah they are not premium content yeah they're not <laughs> premium content, except for if, except for if you were shooting me <laughs> mm. but like okay for instance when i go to shanghai mm -hmm. i'm not going to be periscoping or meerkatting because china doesn't like shuts down all those pipes but what i probably will do is shoot youtube video or video you on my to camera Scott about how you can like somehow get around pro it proxy that somehow yeah I, I he my husband is a very smart man but i just don't think he can beat the chinese government <laughs> there's gotta be some way of uh going you know, around uh, it yeah you know, finding ha a pocket ha have him give you like some kind of firewall that changes <laughs> yeah, some the, special the one. port number or yeah. something on it and sneak can you imagine it through these chinese officials coming after me <laughs> i was like what? scott if you're listening here's a project for you <laughs> <laughs> well i mean but i i'm gonna make a choice to record um on my camera phone in, in, in a format that will have better quality. Wait, mm -hmm. you have a camera on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when that was a big deal? 
Remember <laughs> when like posting to Twitter instantly was a big deal or any of that? Remember when Twitter came out? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone said, what's this? Well, and I remember saying events. It's going to be big at events. You said something about mini broadcaster that you yeah. were promoting. Yes, yes, yes. Mini broadcaster. Have you seen that? Mm -mm. It's um, through live stream. It's live stream. And it's this little red box. And through Wi-Fi, it, broad it broadcasts. And you just attach it to any camera you have. Hmm. Any video camera will live What's stream. Mini broadcast. Mini broadcaster. Huh. Um, actually, that's a great idea. Yeah, um, I that's what I was thinking. About I should it. probably pick that up. Yeah, it could go on any camera, and it'll just broadcast it. But again, I don't know that I want to always do everything live. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd rather like you know shoot a yeah. great video and have it. Um, on a nice yeah, fat sure. hard drive and right. just you know. Well, and you want to edit it or produce? Yeah, it does it yeah. record it? Stuff like that? That's the question. Does it record um, I'm it? I'm sure. That, I'm sure when it's live streamed, does it, it archive it to the cloud? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure it does. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. But um, I think again, it's a matter of like what your final mm -hmm. format is going to sure. be and all of that kind of stuff. So it's interesting. But I will bring something with me. That's a good idea. Mm. You know, getting that Chinese visa. By the way, yeah, I had to jump through brutal. all sorts of hoops, and I finally gave up and went through one of those businesses that charges you a couple hundred bucks to yeah, just do it for you. Do it. I was like, that's the best way to do it. I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and they were very nice. And here's a check for three hundred dollars. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at know, least you'll get it. <laughs> at least I'll get it. Well, what's your favorite thing that you've looked at or played with, you know, most recently on the tech side of things? What's on turned you on the on most? The tech side of things. Um, any business, new business you've looked at, or? Um, I mean, some of the things you know we've we've talked about. You know, I've been a fan of this new uh, like video aggregation thing called. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell me about Fibo. that one. Tell uh, tell the audience about Fibo. So Fibo, uh, P H E E B O, <laughs> is kind of like um, Flipboard for video, and so uh, I mean that's been sort of my thing. Of, yeah, I've been interested. In. So I met that company, and um, you know, a couple young founders, and uh, just had a great vision for how to. Uh, it there's, does aggregate. So, it aggregates it, YouTube, it, YouTube, Vimeo, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. a, it's an aggregation platform. Yeah. You know, and it seems like there's a thousand of those out there. But I think the unique thing that they've done is rather than trying to focus on like, hey, what's the big problem with video aggregation? It's really more just let's just create a better experience. Yeah. Yeah. And they're which also sometimes gets overlooked. Right. And they're right? like everyone gets so focused yeah, on, on the content. On well, we gotta have all these tools and whole. Yes. Do, and, yeah. Yeah. And it's like. Why don't you just make it look nice and easy to use and, right. and something and fun? Create, and, and by the way, monetize it. Like, think about that. Right. You know, because we're talking about uh, bringing a client to them. Right. And yeah. they're able to create a channel for that client, yeah. wrap it in branding, do direct purchase inside yep. of that video window. Yep. You don't have to leave the app to go buy something. So they're actually thinking about, again, yeah. the user path. That's right. Um, which which I think is oh well, so important. And, and I mean, so I, I, I studied this a while ago, and I think there's you know clearly when you're at home and watching tv on your big screen right you're, yeah. you're not in a purchase i want to purchase things yes kind of mode but when you're on your phone and you're i'm always you in know, a purchase mode mark just so you sorry. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but i know what you mean <laughs> um, you know but when you're on your, when you're sitting at your yes. computer or your yes. device you know you're more apt to make a yes. purchase mm -hmm. and so i think the tighter you can integrate that video purchase experience into one thing is uh, you're absolutely so right and we talked about this two weeks ago on the last mm -hmm. show that yeah. there's this deep deep relationship between video and commerce and right. there's a lot of sites and business sometimes. models yeah. i would know. say sometimes yeah, when, when, have you, when have you seen it not work have you well, seen it not work? well it's just when you when like i said yeah. when you're at home like yeah, it, yeah. i'm not in the e-commerce e shopper yeah you know i'm a lean back just Watcher. watch what's on yeah right you're not but, a woman 
Because <laughs> I always am hey, I haven't called that before. <laughs> the question is, does that order by remote work? I mean, no, yeah, no, no. no. Like it's I was not talking to, I was talking to a buddy of mine. It's, it's not like, going to go down. And that it's way. like, you it's know what? Not. It's like, how many years have, have we, we been talked waiting? about yeah. for yeah. like interactive TV? And I'm going to be able to order a pizza through my TV. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know what? I can do it from my phone. I know. Like, I can I don't need freaking it. get off my fat ass and make a pizza. There you go. Get Scott to make it for you. That's right. It'll be better tasting. But 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 I think you know that that whole thing of like get people when they're actually like there's a difference between when i'm in shopping mode and when i'm not in shopping mode. right i and agree i think behaviorally you're absolutely true for me mm-hmm. it's it, uh, when i'm uh, online when yeah. i'm on my computer online and i'm taking a break from whatever i'm doing yeah. and i get into purchasing mode yeah. i hate having to get up right. and get my credit card yes i mm-hmm. freaking hate that which is why yeah. i end up using paypal yeah. if that's a choice yep. But that piece has Makes to be. You haven't memorized the number well, yet. Well, <laughs> I have many different credit cards. <laughs> I, I was actually talking about My this. My LARF is <laughs> compartmentalized. <laughs> I was talking about this too. It, like, remember when Hulu first came out? Um, you know, in the sort of the state of the state when when Hulu came out, like, yeah, like mm-hmm. seven years ago or something, yeah. was like you know you had this browser ugly browser experience yeah. to play video, yes, and Hulu created sort of their theater mode, yes, and so it was like when I'm when I just want to watch. A yeah, good you piece just of video, watch, right, right. I click in theater and mode YouTube and sort of like too, yeah. everything goes away. But mm-hmm. but that was new at the time mm-hmm. is my point. You're right. And You're so right. I think it's sort of like now we have to kind of think about those ideas. Like yep. how do we you know do things now that are new with the video experience? Okay, great. Theater mode now everyone has it. Mm-hmm. So what's next? Right. I mean right. like I liked what you I, I think you showed me the uh, Starbucks thing that was done on, on oh, uh, yeah, YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. Meet me at Starbucks. Meet me at Starbucks. Yeah. You know with the different clips and yeah. I mean I thought that was really really they actually, interesting. They hired um, uh, documentary filmmakers to shoot all over the world in Starbucks and they mm-hmm. followed stories because because Starbucks is like filled with stories mm. people meet there every week of clubs course, meet yeah. there all this stuff and right. they, they follow documentaries and then they served it up in this really fun unique player that that they partnered with YouTube to build a new kind yeah. of player so. but I, I mean I mean just so you know I mean mm-hmm. the cool thing was that they could actually uh, click on different clips yes. within the video. Yeah. So they had segments carved out. So if you you could watch the whole thing, right, right, or, or you, you could, could jump to different right. elements. Of it's it. really cool. And Sounds it was like really a cool. which way book. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of like that. It's yeah. kind of like yeah. that. Choose like your the, own adventure. Yeah, yeah. The the yeah. video uh, actually had little bumps in it, and you could go into yeah. a bump, and the bump was the deeper. You okay. know, yeah, it was really so cool. I thought that, I mean, that's kind of cool, like new experiential things that yes. you can start mm-hmm. to do. I love that and, stuff. And so like, hey, look, if you want to just watch the video, great. I can click in theater mode. I'm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Or if I want to engage with some content while I'm watching it, I mean, I think that's where part of it's going is, yeah. is yeah. Uh, you know, like, you know, the thing I was, I'm always kind of frustrated with is like, you know, like, um, um, you know, I, I, as you know, I like to cook. So yeah. like I'm reading a recipe on my phone. Right. And then I click to watch the video of it. And then like I have to watch the video, pause the video, jump back to the browser to see the recipe, the recipe, yeah. jump back to the video as like, huh, like, couldn't that be in like kind of cool if it was all in one mm-hmm. right. somehow. You no know? one and why some people have gotten closer to that, but and that that all of this is about the user experience. Mm-hmm. Even what we were talking about with Which longitudinal one? data, it's like, why aren't you actually looking at yeah. what a person actually does. I mean, it's so clearly behavior. That's right. behavior yeah. It's mm-hmm. always about behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. everything is always about behavior. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, and, and I think, you know, going back to the conversation around startups and what are people investing in? I mean, it's kind of funny how like VCs, it's like, oh, you just raised $10 million for your thing. So 
you win. No other competitions allowed. We're going to go invest in something else. Right. And it's just like, wait a second here. (laughs) Like one company gets $10 million and that's it. The market's over. Right. It's like, you know, like whatever happened to let's go, you know, try out things. Yeah. Let's go beat them. You know, (laughs) right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, great. They got 10 million. You know, Mm -hmm. give me five and let's go take it on. why, Why now? Is it why is this all happening now? You know, is it just because of tech being so um, democratized accessible? and accessible? And seems like it. Yeah. And, and I mean, and, and you and also, a lot of rich people. Well, and the rich people are tech now. Right. Right. It used to be just like doctors and lawyers. Right. 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 And, now you have an accountant. Now you have tech millions, people who are right. smart enough around this kind of stuff. Right. So you know, it's like you can't necessarily just go. Well, just give me you know hundred thousand dollars and let me go do this thing. You know. Right. Like we're a doctor. Not that I don't like doctors. I love yeah. doctors. But like, you know, a doctor, doctors are important. they're not a savvy tech investor. <laughs> right. But now you have all these people that made so much money in their tech startups doing the investments. So they know what you can do. And they, right, and they know right. they don't have Got to give you a hundred grand. So Got it's like, you. here's 25. So the doers are becoming the investors. Right. That's right. right. Or people that have made a fortune in their first thing, then step out of the building of it and become yeah. the advisors. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and the investors into that. So That's I think, I think because there's so much tech influence in the investment community, Community at the angel level, um, that's probably what's happening. That's really that's really interesting. Well, I think we have to. Uh, yeah, we're getting there. Closer. We have to. <laughs> we're getting closer. But no, I also think it's turnkey solutions too. Is yes. making it easier. You know, I'm repackaging. They're turnkey well, and repackaging. And, and and you know what people are saying nowadays is like, don't go build something that's already built. Mm-hmm. If right. it's already built, just leverage it. You know, like pull in the API, pull mm-hmm. in the right. content, pull in the data. There's do so much already done. Yeah. Right. Do what's unique. Do right. You do what's unique. Don't go reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know? it's funny. When we had Kevin Winston here, um, mm-hmm. Digital LA, yeah. he was taking us through all these new apps that are like service related, like come and have someone, you know, trim your feet and someone <laughs> will your bring feet. your tuxedo <laughs> and someone will shop for you. And uh-huh. it's all these like on Dry demand. Yeah, like it's that. all mm-hmm. these on demand services. Yeah. And, and I found myself being excited about it, yeah. that anything in my life could be taken care of, but then also overwhelmed about, to your point, yeah. which is the thing I use. Mm-hmm. How many apps will I have on Uber my phone? Uber operator. Yeah, Uber operator. <laughs> <That's right. Operator. laughs> I just want there one thing. Yeah. Hey, I we mean, should start that business. Right? <laughs> no, I think it's interesting because they have Uber Fresh, but how are they doing with that? You know it's about Fresh, great. right? I use it a lot. You do you I use Uber Fresh yeah, as opposed like, to Amazon Fresh? Well, they're well, different. Yeah, but Uber Fresh is is a is a meal like a lunch. Your lunch. So okay. like if I'm working yeah. from home and I don't feel like cooking something i can just see what's on their menu today and literally in less than five minutes have a oh. a, a fresh cooked meal i to thought my it door. was groceries no it's not oh, groceries. No, oh it's, no it's 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 cooked meals meals and it's a and particular it's menu for your area every day oh. and, and difference yeah. for lunch and dinner i'm, mm-hmm. on, and I'm on it 12 bucks that's what we're doing today. right around and 12 to 15 bucks less okay. oh, oh really yeah like so i did like uh in santa monica where i am they have download it right now well it's right it's built into the uber app uber you just select yeah you slide it I did th- I see, all yeah. the time I thought it was going to replace yeah. my Amazon no. Fresh. Okay. No, but like uh, there's this one deli that makes sandwiches in uh-huh. Santa Monica that like to drive over there, wait 30 minutes in line to get your oh, sandwiches yeah. on is brutal. So I never would go there. Right. Uber 
offers delivery of that sandwich like on Thursdays, uh-huh. and it's like ten bucks. Like you know, within five minutes, it's at your door. So like you could be like, I'm really hungry right now. Boom. Five How minutes does that later. work on the restaurant end? So they so have they pre- a- in this case they pre-make a bunch of sandwiches, mm-hmm. and they have designated Uber drivers that okay. have um, a cooler basically oh, in that their are, car oh that have gosh, all the yeah. sandwiches so pre-made. Smart. So they and then they just park around town and then just, they zip okay. around. Okay. And you I know, so so no it's not an idea. extensive menu. It's like yeah. you get a sandwich and a coke. Okay. You know, or sandwich coke and a cookie or something mm-hmm. or chips. You know, real simple. Mm-hmm. So there's no and it's gourmet and the, meals too. There's right? no customization though for like dinner gourmet yeah. meals. And right. So forth. You have to yeah. take what they what yeah. they have. What yeah. about though Blue Apron? Have you tried Blue Apron I tried yet? That. Where yeah. you make where yeah. they deliver the groceries? All right. So here I am. So there's fresh. Yeah. Oh and then wow. It, then you and then it brings show up a menu. menu. Show menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show menu. Come yeah, on. Here I'll zoom in for you. Yeah. Look at that. So it's talking about Coral Tree Cafe. Yeah, that's great. Good stuff. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. There it is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really great. Look at that. Yeah. See, I always thought it was competing with Amazon Fresh, no. so I haven't tried it, but this may have just, uh, once again, <laughs> saved my marriage, yeah. Mark. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, even the Amazon thing, like the other day, I lost my uh, Bluetooth earpiece yeah. uh, on a Saturday uh, evening. Yeah. Uh, Sunday morning, I realized I lost it. And I was like, oh my God, I got a big conference call on Monday. Yeah. Like, do I go to the store to buy mm-hmm. an earpiece? Yeah. You know, I was kind so of. So you bummed. Amazon freshed it? So I, I go on Amazon, like, not even first thing in the morning, but like by afternoon, like probably around And they noon delivered time, it that night. And I got it that night. Yeah, that is and it was just like, awesome. That's awesome. That's and it was awesome. just like. I know. What, cu- what has cool happened? Is, is that though? part of Prime? Or? It's just. Yeah, I okay. mean it's part of Prime, but, but it's like. Inter- oh, okay. But here's what here's what was so amazing. I found this great deal on this new highly rated Bluetooth Thing. earpiece. Yeah. The Bluetooth earpiece was twenty four dollars, and to get same day delivery on a Sunday was an extra three dollars. Wow. It. it was like hello. Yeah. yeah. Was it delivered by a drone? <laughs> I don't well, there care. Will be soon. I don't care. I got it. You know. But you know what? Like, you know what? It like has three dollars. Right. Three dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how would you not do that? Behavior Sweet. though, because now I think if I if I can't get free delivery or delivery in two days, I'm not yeah. going. I'm not dealing mm-hmm. with you. So some retailers now are scrambling to figure out how do they yeah. get to yeah. that level, and they can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So, you, you know, it's funny, related to beacons. Yes. I got, I got into... A Everything's dis- about beacons. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's try- I'm trying to get it there. <laughs> no, I, Location I, X, I, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Location. <laughs> and we now have the dot .com, so locationx.com. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you have to buy that from we somebody? Did. Okay. We did. We got it for a good deal. Though, oh, so, okay, nice. So can't complain. All right, good job. Uh, but, but, you know, what was interesting. I was talking to some uh, big box retailers yes. that, you know, they were like, we don't need your data. You know, like, why, why would we work with you? And I was like, you know... Here's something interesting that you could do with a big box retailer with, yeah. with this kind of beacon data, which is I can show that you are actually in the store showrooming and then marry it up with like our old data from Experian to show that you actually then transacted. Right. On you Amazon. can actually prove the loop. You can right. prove the loop. Yeah. And so I was like, they're like, we're never going to do that. We don't want to help Amazon. I was like, it helps you. I was like, you know it what? Sells your product. I, I was like, why don't you go do this? Why don't you go to Amazon? Like, shut down your website right now. Right. Put all your extra merchandise up on Amazon. Right. And rebuild your store on Amazon. Right. And then go to them and go. You know what? We want a vig for all the referral traffic that we give you right, for showing. Right. 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 Now be part of the solution right. instead of fighting it. Can't they just use Amazon's uh, like web server like solution like cloud solution and wouldn't that tie into that well Amazon technically account? Amazon actually shut down their e-commerce site builder. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just recently. But but the point being, I'm Why? sure if you're well because it's, you know 
not many people are building e-commerce sites anymore. Right, right, so. that's right, right. Because everyone's <laughs> yeah, so going to, to that. Yeah. Because Target used yeah. to just be Amazon, right. you know. But, like, that's sort of the point. Yeah. I was like, why don't we go back to that model? Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, great. You know, Target, you have everything in the store. Like, why not get credit for showrooming? Right, for, no, I, I love and, that And sort idea. of, like, encourage showrooming. Right. It's like, fine, you know, Well, come it's not in even then, encourage like, it. It's create a business model around, around the it. behavior yeah. that is happening. Yeah. Behavior, behavior, behavior. And you have mm-hmm. all the attribution yeah. so you can show that, you know, hey, yeah. look, Lori came into the store he, I'm and telling you, retailers some, would love to be able to tag totally. physical to digital to mm, physical. Yes. I mean, absolutely. Um, well, let's they make just that have happen. to get out of their. Uh, they have their to realize. Way. They have to realize that yeah. it's more about partnerships, right. right, and collaborating with Amazon or whoever, yeah. versus we're just going to do it all ourselves. Or as we were saying earlier, partnering with God because Amazon, Google, and Facebook <laughs> are God. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, and and I don't mean that, you know. Do you mean the devil or no, God? No, okay. <laughs> could be a little bit of both. <laughs> right. I know. I don't mean uh, for all you Jews out there. I don't mean. The God that we are dealing with. Anyway, okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, well, I think we have to go. Yeah. Uh, but I want to thank you once again yes. for, for uh, joining for us. Um, Mark is going to be a frequent commentator. Come back and hear more <laughs> tech trends impacting your business and join us for more insights on what's really happening out in the world. Thanks uh-huh. for having me. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Now that you found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe 24 hours of music and talk radio without limits that's why people keep coming back for more that's ubnradio.com